Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, Moxie. Hi, Mom. This episode of Raising Rebels is a little late. Why is it so late? We've been editing it. It's so good. Ooh, who's on it? Anastasia Renee. She's like a new friend. She's so smart and amazing. She's like a superhero. Shiro. What makes her so cool? I think everybody's going to find out when they hear the episode. We're talking about freedom and having children and how we give them access to that freedom. I've got excitement shivers. <laughs> when do you feel the most free? I don't know. Next question. I mean, that's kind of the ma- main question. Because this episode, we're talking about freedom. Stand up, fussing and fighting. Hi. I'm your host, Nalika Rawi, and this is Raising Rebels, a podcast about oppressed parents raising free children. Today, I'm joined by um, kind of like an entity, like, I don't know, like legend might be more accurate of a word. Like, you're, you, I've been moving around Seattle for the last two days, and like, I mention your name, and people like, well, I think one time she flew across the sky. And then I think that she has bionic vision. It's like like a legend. Like So maybe you, she's a superhero. Um, Anastasia, welcome. Wow, does that mean they know my powers? I think it's like with legends, you just kind of hear of that there are powers. Okay, but okay. Like, to the depths of which they function, I don't think anybody knows. Okay. No one knows. And they would That's say good. so too. They're like... I don't really know her, but <laughs> there's something to it. Okay. Okay. Yes. Hi. Hi. Yes. I just had to double check. You yes. know, when you're doing super, super work, you don't necessarily want everybody to know your powers yes. because yes. you know, yeah. you know what happens. I do know what happens. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Who am I? Um, I am a late bloomer. I've just stepped into that. I'm a late blooming womanist lover nurturer fighter mm-hmm. rebel rouser yes yeah yes that's who i also a writer you know small things writer playwright the, the creative type mm-hmm. stuff artist so we like to start with one word to describe how you're feeling right now <gasps> i feel full I am what am I feeling I'm feeling like I'm functioning on another plane like astral I'm feeling like yeah like a spirit Mm. yes this is about to be a thing I already know I'm trying (laughs) because I want to like I want to be floating and present at the same time which I know is possible (laughs) but it's a thing so um Tell us a little bit about your children. Uh, 
we're gonna start with them yes my children are just amazing and I have to say it's not like I'm saying they're perfect I think that people that don't have children think that when I say my children are amazing that I'm saying that they're perfect and they're flawless and they but that's not what I'm saying I'm just saying overall they're amazing they um I have to start with their ages to put things in perspective because sometimes when I say my babies and people are like oh how old are they and I'm like 25 <laughs> and 21 but they're mm-hmm. still my babies of course like, I grew them in my body they're my babies um but they're adults living their own lives and that's what I often forget to say also people usually don't stick around all the time there's something weird I think um that I'm experiencing now it's like I would say I'm in the the adolescence of being a parent, if that makes sense, because no one includes me in conversations about children anymore. Um, my children remind me that I don't, you don't age out of the parent club, but because, you know, I'm not potty training, we're not going to have any play dates. No one really includes me. Mm-hmm. They all, it's kind of like they talk about me like, once upon a time you were a parent. Mm-hmm. And that... um that's that's been something to get used mm-hmm. to. But my children remind me, oh no, oh no, you you you're you're a parent. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love the way that my children. I love how close we are. We have we have like a group text, and we're just chatting all day. And sometimes they forget I'm in the group text, mm-hmm. and I'll look at a thing and be like, wow, wow, we're on that level now. Yes. Like we're all it's all adults in our group text. Um, it's all adults it's in your group all adults text. In our group text. Mm-hmm. But I love the way they include me and mm-hmm. communicate with me. They are both artists and writers um one of my children is a caseworker here in uh, in Seattle and one of them has just moved to New York to pursue their fashion and art and photography and I don't know yeah they really inspire me it's awesome um, if they weren't mine I would be hella jealous <laughs> that's how that is honestly how I feel about them yeah as humans yes i'd be like i want to know i want to know them Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i I feel that way Mm -hmm. yeah how has parenting changed you i pause when i say this because i know that i'm not unique but i just sometimes you think you're unique because you haven't ever met anyone with your particular situation Mm -hmm. But I've been a parent my whole adult life. So I don't really know what it's like to how to answer that. Mm -hmm. Because my whole life, my whole adult life, I have been a parent. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they came about right between um, me growing up. And me being a child. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know how to, I never mm-hmm. really know how to answer that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was changed because they've been here for 25 years of my life mm-hmm. and I'm not, you know, 75. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. how has parenting adults changed you? Mm. Parenting adults has humbled me. 
because you think you know a lot of things. Um, and because they're three and a half years apart, so much so, they're both, both of their birthdays are on the 6th. So when it's my oldest birthday, I have a half birthday. Mm-hmm. I know it's horrible. Mm-hmm. For my I youngest my mom's half birthday. See, it, you, she's I feel April like 1, you I'm October 1st. I, I think it's a, a thing. thing. I mean, I was always tell my sisters, like, I wondered how, why was I her favorite? And then I realized <laughs> it was the half birthday. They don't like it, but, you know, anyway, yeah. she doesn't have any favorites. But anyway, I well, say Well, then my oldest is like, well, I never really get to celebrate a birthday if you're always uh, celebrating Indigo's birthday when it's my birthday. Oh. But anyway, they. Wait, that they're on the same, when you say the sixth, the same day? Yeah. One, well, one is November 6th uh-huh. and one is May 6th. So there's wow. six months. Every time it's one of their birthdays, yeah. it's the other one's half, half perfect. Yeah. Um, the signs. I know, I know. Mm-hmm. But, but parenting adults is different because I don't have um, anything to go back to. Mm-hmm. With my youngest, I could always say, okay, how did I do this with my oldest? What did I do? I know they're different. They're a Scorpio and a Taurus and they're different. And I don't, I don't, I don't ever treat them the same, but at least I could like go back in the playbook and be like, all right, this is what you did. Here mm-hmm. are the, here are the options you had. But this is entirely new territory for both. I don't, I've never parented adults and they definitely are not the same, mm-hmm. like at all. Mm-hmm. So it's really humbled me. And, um, I've always been a prayer and a chanter and a magician um, and a magical person, but I feel like I'm on my, I'm, I'm like, oh, I gotta use all the things. (laughs) Jesus, Buddha, Orishas, everybody, Uh everybody, Mm -hmm. I need you, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So I feel Mm -hmm. like it's made me even more spiritual Mm -hmm. because I, um, you know, this world is wild. Yes. Every time I see something in the news, I have to think about both of my children in very different ways. Mm-hmm. So I, f- I feel like parenting adults is a little is a little more challenging. Mm-hmm. You know, when they're young, you put them to be- you say it's bedtime. You know, everybody's asleep. You have tucked everyone in. You know that everyone has shelter and for me mm-hmm. and I know that they have eaten mm-hmm. and um, I can see their faces. Mm-hmm. I can go in and check. Mm-hmm. They're adults. I don't, it's a luxury. I am probably one of the few people I know. I never turn my phone off for fear that I'm going to miss something. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I need to drive up to a police state. I, 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 I don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I feel like parenting, parenting adults is, a for me has been even more, I mean, y'all can't see me listeners, but I'm like clutching my hands. It, 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 it gives me more anxiety. Interesting. That's so, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, like wait, everything you said is giving me so much compassion for my mother. Cause she definitely still parents me. You know what I mean? Like, and there's a way that you don't think about what comes with that, right? Like that you are as far away, like at, that you can be, um, but yet you're there's like they're still there with you for like our children ourselves as children we start with a recollection and many times when we're parenting we think about it's interesting you started by saying like in my my entire adult life i've been a parent and there's a way that we don't necessarily think about 
how who we were as children impacts how we parent. Hi, Mom. Hi, Blue. So what are some things that you do to make sure we know that we are free? <laughs> um, a lot. Of, I want to make I want Oh, that's a good one. Um, kind of, there's a lot of choices, like a lot of, um, I try not to, I try to be clear about when you can make choices and when you can't make choices. So you have like clear boundaries so you can be free within those boundaries. Um, I definitely pick and choose places for you guys to be that feel it's going to allow you the most freedom. Like now we're in we're in Jamaica and I'm thinking about if we should go to grandpa's house and at grandpa's house it's not always doesn't always feel so free to you guys. And so I'm thinking a lot about how to negotiate that and what makes sense and how long I'm going to be there. And so a lot of the ways I try to make sure you guys feel free or know that you're free is by putting you in spaces that allow you your freedom. Um, I also, you know, this morning I was asking you about when you feel free. Because I know that freedom is different for different people. Like some people feel freer when they feel safe. Some people feel freer when they're on the edge Oh, shame. Some people feel freer when grownups are around. Some people feel freer when grownups aren't around. And so there's a lot of asking those types of questions. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Today, we're talk. I was thinking. Well, first of all, again, like I heard so much about you and I was really excited to have the conversation and I like wanted to have a really like big conversation. And I was like, what's on my mind right now? What what's feel, on what's mind? on my mind right now? <laughs> and what's on my mind is what's on my mind often, um, which is like white supremacy mm. and whiteness and how it has been internalized mm-hmm. like by so many of us, even those of us who are trying to push back against um, oppression in all kinds of ways. And so today um, we're gonna be talking about whiteness and how we help our children access freedom outside of how it is defined by whiteness. Mm-hmm. And so I was thinking about, when I thought about the recollection, I thought about, um, freedom and I asked you to think about a memory and to go back as far as you can um and to tell us a story which is much with as much detail as possible around the time you felt free okay I feel like I don't know if anyone else will think this is a freedom story but 
Once upon a time, there was a red bike. Um, I really wanted this red bike. And I was an only child until I was 11. So I was an only child for a long, for quite a long time. I really wanted this red bike. Um, my mom was a single mom. And at this time, you got stuff like that from the department stores. There wasn't like a specialized toy store. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, my mom took me often to this certain department store and we would always see this red bike. And I don't know why it took me so long to actually tell her that I wanted it. Mm-hmm. And I, and when I'm thinking back, I'm like, why didn't I just say I wanted the damn red bike? I don't know. But it took me so long. And finally I, 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 I was, I spoke up one day and I was just like, I want that red bike. And I, I remember saying it with such conviction I remember her looking at me like, who are you right now? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> who, who are you? And she got the bike. This rarely happened. You know, usually if I want something, she's like, all right, we'll go. Some time will pass. And then there it is. She just got the bike. So we get home. She gives me this long talk about the bike. And now that I'm an adult raising children or in times past I realized I've given this same talk to my children but not about bikes but about what happens when if you get stopped by the cops mm-hmm. um and so her talk was basically like when you're on the bike this is I'm giving I'm giving you a level like I'm trusting you I'm trusting that you're going to ride on the sidewalk. It's Kansas City. Okay. You're going to ride on the sidewalk and you're going to brake for cars and that you're going to like watch where you are and you're not going to ride away from where I said you could ride from and to like, I'm really trusting you with this bike. I was like, I got it. I got it. I got it. She gave me one last thing, which was do not ride down the extremely large hill in our neighborhood. Okay. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I just want to get on the bike. Rode the bike. I felt so cool. All my other friends on their bikes. And I was like, yeah, this is my bike. (laughs) (laughs) I got a bike. You know, I was like, at that time, you didn't call somebody. You just knocked on the door. Mm -hmm. Can you come out and play? If they could come out and play, they would. If they couldn't be like, nah, I got to do something. I'm going around. I'm not usually the knocker. You know what I'm saying? People usually come to my house. Uh On this day, I'm like, can you come out? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, let's go bike riding. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go bike riding. So, you know, all my friends, we have our bike. It's going well. And I'm like, seems like we're riding a little bit far. I remember that she said, don't go out of the neighborhood. So I was all prepared for that. I was prepared to be like, bye, y'all. I am not going out of the neighborhood. I was like, all right, we're staying in the neighborhood. And I'm like, oh, we're going to the hill. Now, this is a disclaimer. If you are a young person, I don't want you to disobey your parents. But I got in line with everyone else for this hill. And I looked down. Of course, you can't see down. That's the problem. You can't see. The hill goes down, and then there's an intersection. But, you know, you know, everybody, you know, it was like a thing, because you have to walk your bike up the hill. We were vibing and bonding you know 
We're all walking our bikes. We're talking about what, you know, what are you going to have for dinner? What did you do over the weekend? You know, who that we heard? I was still too young for this. So who we heard that had a record player and had vinyl? Who could, Whose house could we go over to listen to some of the things that we've been listening to on the radio? You know, it seems like the 50s, but it wasn't. But still, like, things weren't popping the way they are now. And something about even going up the hill, I just felt so free it was like i'm going up a hill with all my friends the adults are busy we don't need anybody we have our bikes we have our cheetos you know what i'm saying we got now laters on lock hot pickles we are doing things i i wasn't worried about if anyone was gonna come get us we didn't care about the clown, the boogeyman. You know what I'm saying? It was so amazing. And I told myself, I'm not going to ride down the hill, though, because I'm not going to disobey Barbara. We get to the top of the hill. I'm watching everyone and everyone looks like they made it. You can't really see. But we I didn't hear anybody crash. You know what I'm saying? It looks like everybody is fine. I'm the last person on the hill. This is where the freedom comes. I remember looking around thinking, I am on top of the world. It was not. It was a small hill in Kansas City, Missouri. Okay, on 75th and Arletta. But it just felt like I was on top of the world. And it was just me. And I didn't need anybody and I didn't want for anything, and my body was safe, and the sun was shining on me, and I was breathing, you know, really. I was doing the thing we work hard to do as adults. I was straight up, you know? In that moment, I felt, I realized in meditation, I'm trying to go back there. It hadn't dawned on me till last week when Bay and I went to a, a really short uh, meditation, short, short meditation retreat, five hours meditation retreat that I realized, oh, this is the place I'm trying to go back to. But then I got on the bike and I rode down the hill anyway. No hands. Just down the hill. No not a care in the world. And I made it. Put on my brakes at the end of the hill. No cars were coming. Rode down there with everybody else. And it was like I had to do that for myself. I would never I would never advise anyone to do this. And mommy, if you're listening now, you know I actually did ride down the hill once. Mm-hmm. But I just felt like I needed to do that. Mm-hmm. That was it's small, but that bike day, that first bike day was, I felt so free. Uh, I have so many questions. Okay. I have so many questions. Um, it's very interesting to me that sometimes when I think about freedom now for my children, so much of it is around safety. 
and this idea that they get access to freedom through spaces that I've created for them that are safe. Mm-hmm. And it reminds me a lot of like your story and talking about like, and sometimes when we, it's funny when we reframe it and look back at it, you kept saying like, I'm not telling anybody not to listen to their parents. <laughs> yeah. But that feeling, which is like what we're doing here, if it takes like not listening to your parents to experience that feeling, like, like how are we constantly directing our young people around being in like, not, I guess not even like not directing, but not recognizing like as adults, it's like really hard to recognize that so much of their freedom is going to come from your absence. Even when the work that you're trying to do is about providing them access to this freedom. Yeah. And so I guess, I mean, I have so many questions for you, but I want to start with um, how or when do you feel like you have been um, kind of a boundary to your children's freedom? Because everything I've heard about your children is that they are as free (laughs) as um, children can be. I like to think that my children are pretty free also. Um, But I am interested to think, like to know, are there times where you feel like how oppression might be part of your parenting or showing up in your parenting or like Mm. places where you are like a boundary to their freedom? Yeah, I I think... I I agree with you, especially when people see us together. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, oh my God, what is it like? You could literally go to a club with your kids and have drinks. And I'm like, I could, yes. Um, but they weren't always, they weren't always at the club having drinks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it was a process. They had to get to that point. So I felt like I... I too was worried about how free they could be on top of so my personal fears and then the world stuff. Um, and then they were also raised with uh, their father was in the military. So they had a lot of things coming at them about who, who they should be. Mm-hmm. And so I think um, a freedom that I gave them was, you don't ever you won't ever know at this age who you're supposed to be that is an evolution every day you're finding out more and more about who you should be who are you becoming now that's a different thing Mm -hmm. but i think the boundaries that i imposed upon them when i look back have always been about fear Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. half of them didn't even make sense Mm To be honest, okay, be home at 10 o'clock. Why? Because. Why? Because I said so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ask me, why should they be home at 10 o'clock? Because I'm frightened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know where they're going to, what, 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 what will happen? Mm-hmm. The, it's dark. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Be home at 10. Mm-hmm. Right? Half mm-hmm. the things I did in post had all to do with fear mm-hmm. and I I I worried about 
projecting my fears and anxiety onto them. Mm -hmm. That is the only thing I still think about. Because mm -hmm. as they're adults, I hear them using the language back at me. It's a trip when your own children are like, I'm just checking in on you. Are you doing self-care, mommy? <laughs> it's like, who, is who are you asking me, am I doing self-care? Yes. Um, but it's just like, I also hear yeah. them sometimes getting caught up in I can hear myself mm -hmm. oh that's not a that's not a logical fear mm -hmm. that is that's not I don't know how to explain that's it that's white supremacy it is mm -hmm. and and if it were not for white supremacy and systemic things mm -hmm. I have to be honest 50 probably 60 percent of the things that I am fearful of or that give me anxiety or give me pause have to do with white supremacy or patriarchy mm -hmm. which is also white supremacy that's yes. a whole different show I know it's the same but, show I mean, it's, it's, a, it's I mean, the it's, same I mean very often we're having different shows but that right there you just spoke about is the same it's, it's, it's the same it's, it's the, the same, same. Where do you feel the most free? And does that place or sensation help you figure out the best ways to make sure your children feel free? Oh my gosh. I feel the most free when we are together and there's nothing to do. There's nowhere to go. There's nowhere I like, like I don't, ha I'm not responsible for taking care of anything. Everything is moving really slowly. Um, everyone's safe and I can be kind of just relaxed and I'm not worried about time and I'm not worried about space. I feel free when I'm lost in time and space. Um, and I know that and so when I'm thinking about where we're gonna be and things we're gonna do, I try to find spaces where I'm gonna feel the most free because the more free I feel, the more freedom I can allow you guys. If I feel scared or afraid or worried, it's really hard for me to allow you all of your freedom because I'm like, come back, don't do that. Um, we gotta move and that doesn't feel good. And so, yeah. Thank you. Am I talking to the microphone? The part about it around white supremacy that then shows itself up in like homophobia, patriarchy, sex, all kinds of things, right? Which is about power is the oppression. We as, you know, black oppressed people, brown people, we then are like pushing back against that oppression and I think rightfully so human, right? Like real talk. Something is out to get you. You're fear, you're afraid of it. That is like, that is not crazy. That is not unfounded. That is real. That, real. Is just, that, that is our experience. And so we push back against that. Like we try to protect ourselves, our people um, from a, um, a realistic, rational, like fear. Do you know what I mean? And how it shows itself. And then the places where they get to have the freedom and like to be outside of those, that fear is in white spaces. And so something, I mean, I have eaten some of the most amazing food 
<laughs> like that I have had in these here continental United States of America in this, this wonderful town of Seattle. There are not like a lot of brown and black folks. And, yeah. But I do recognize that as a parent, a lot of the spaces that I've put my children in, in the pursuit of freedom for them, are white spaces. In the pursuit of safety. Yes. For them. Yes. That I then think is the pathway mm -hmm. that you need to get to that freedom. And yeah. so tell me about the space. Yeah. <sighs> oh, I love when you breathe. Let's breathe together. Let's breathe together. Let's breathe together because we're doing it. We're doing it. Thank you for listening to this very special episode of Raising Rebels. Shout out to Anastasia for all the wisdom and thoughts she brought to the space. If you loved it, don't forget to comment and subscribe to the podcast. Also, please spread the word. Tell somebody to tell somebody to tell somebody. We need to be in this together. This podcast was produced by Domino Sound. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.